You are listening to Your First 100K, the number one podcast for Christian entrepreneurs, coaches, and business owners who want time freedom and financial freedom so that they can provide for their families, travel the world, and give back to the less fortunate. If that's you, then sit back and stay tuned in because you're in the right place. I'm your host, Joseph Warren. I started my first multi-million dollar business at age 19 and wasted away my 20s trying to find happiness through money, success, and pleasure. I made millions, but I still didn't feel happy or fulfilled until I learned the real secrets of success. So the big question is this, how can Christian entrepreneurs like us who didn't give up on our dreams build a highly profitable six to seven figure business without being unethical, doing it all ourselves and neglecting our family and our faith? Well, that is the question. And this podcast will give you the solutions and strategies you've been looking for. Thanks for spending time with me today. If you're new here, then welcome. I have a free 10-day training waiting for you over at first100k.com. Again, go to first100k.com to grab your free 10-day training. Hey, have you heard the big news? I'm starting an online community for Startup Nation next month. And I am looking for 20 founding members who want to work closely with myself to shape the community experience step-by-step. Step. If you want to apply, go to blowuprocks.com. That's blowuprocks.com. Today, my featured guest is Jeremy Mathis, and you can find him at, at Mathis Twins at Mathis Twins on social, on Instagram. And uh, Jeremy and his twin brother, Joshua, better known as the Mathis Twins, are lifelong serial entrepreneurs. The brothers were born and raised in Miami, Florida, currently reside in Broward, Broward County. Uh, they both have had a few businesses, some that have given them learning lessons, meaning failures just like me, and some where they actually made money. One of their most recent successful business ventures was a dental cleaning business that the brothers grew and sold within 18 months. Since successfully exiting that business, the Mathis twins have completed over 300 real estate transactions, completed a real estate redevelopment project, accumulated a multi-million dollar rental portfolio, and recently launched a venture funded a venture fund to buy and invest in businesses. So that's what they're up to today. They buy and invest in businesses. They're also proud dads, philanthropists, and investors with a mission to inspire the world. Now, these guys are cool, man. Now we got we got the one. I cut the twins in half. Okay. So we just got the better half, right, Jeremy? We got the best half on the show. No disrespect to Joshua. I don't know him yet. Um, so, Jeremy, welcome to your first 100K, top 100 podcast in entrepreneurship. Take about 30 seconds. Just fill in any gaps in that intro, would you? Well, first and foremost, thank you for having me. I really appreciate you giving, giving me this opportunity to share my story and, and encourage your audience. But our, our bio is exactly what you said, man. For us, we, we've been doing this. We've been in business. I just turned 30 last week. We've been in business since we've been 18. And our first couple of businesses were a struggle. For we first, at one point, we had a custom clothing line where you can go onto our website and design whatever you want. 
We thought it was a cool business. We took out student loans, $20,000 to be exact. It failed. When that failed, we pivoted. We started doing promotional marketing where we would do marketing for different companies. And that was going okay until we found somebody, which I truly believe was through God. He came into our life and he showed us like, gosh, you, you aren't making real money. Let's partner and let's start a company. So that's when we partnered and we started the dental cleaning service. We were doing that for a while and we realized we did not like managing uh, employees. And also we just wanted to do something different. So we decided to sell that business. And once we sold that business, which was five years ago, we started investing in real estate, 300 plus projects in, millions of dollars raised and multiple development projects and a multi-million dollar rental portfolio is where we are now. Man, business story, Startup Nation. Let's end the show here. Okay. No, <laughs> I'm kidding. All right. So Jeremy, take a minute, share something personal about you that very few people in your business life actually know. My number one goal in life is to be a great dad. That's very, very important to me. I want, I, I want to inspire my kids, and that's really why I do what I do. I want my kids to look up to me, and I, I really want them to be proud of me. And that's, that's my biggest mission in life. My biggest failure is waking up and my kids not being proud of me. Mm, thanks for sharing that. You and I just spoke offline before we hit record here that uh, we're both dads. And we both come from broken homes and we both made definitive decisions to put an end to that brokenness or fatherlessness uh, in our generation to not pass it into our children. And I just acknowledge you for that, for any of my listeners out there that resonate with that, just know wherever you came from, whatever brokenness, you can make a definitive decision that you do not pass it forward. Right. Don't do it. Don't do it. I'm telling you. All right. So Jeremy, let's get into it. The mental game of entrepreneurship. What was the biggest lie, limiting belief, rock in your head that you had to get past in order to move forward and succeed in your current business? The biggest one, the biggest mental, the biggest thing that I had to get past was just the belief in myself that I could do it. Because when we had that first failure, you no, know, I'm young, I'm thinking, I, I bounced back from it and we did emotional marketing. When we had the cleaning company, it wasn't a failure because we were able to sell the business. But my biggest thing was like, damn, can I start another business and actually manage people? Because when we started that cleaning company, we were we were managing, we, at the time it was 22, 23, we were managing people between 35 and 45 and we sucked at it. So when we started the real estate business, it was like, man, can, do, can we, am I a good manager? And I've been doing it for five years, but it took me three years to learn how to be a leader. So that was something that was a huge mental uh, mental block that I had to remove. Could I actually lead people and do what I need them to do in order to grow the organization where, where we needed to grow to? Mm. What would you say uh, makes you a good leader today? Right now, I understand I understand people and I understand that we all go through things. So being able to have compassion and empathy towards people is something that I think makes me a great leader because I've been through a lot of my life and just as everybody else. So I think having compassion and empathy is something that makes me a great leader. It's awesome. And you spoke uh, earlier about your brother uh, is kind of the opposite of you uh, in his leadership style or management style, but that's needed 
for yeah. people and people just resonate with him. He's a lot, he's very supportive, et cetera. And just kind of like there with them in it. You're more the driven one. Let's go, let's go. And pushing people forward. But I push back that or submit that we both are necessary. Right. Both no, are I, necessary. I, and I truly believe that. I think my brother and I know, I believe that my brother and I are very blessed that our management styles are so different. Yes, I have compassion and empathy, but what I suck as a leader is how I communicate because it's horrible. It's not, let me not say horrible, but it's not the best. So for me, I, I, I'm glad and I'm blessed that I have awareness that I need to get better in that area. But back to my brother and I having different styles and that, you know, my brother, he's able to sit down and really talk to people in such a way, communicate effectively where he can get through to people. Whereas for me, my communication sucks. <laughs> but getting better every day. Right, right. Startup Nation, do you resemble that? <laughs> right? Do you manage people and you're like, man, this I know what I want to say, but when it comes out, it's like not at all what I wanted to say. You're absolutely right. Thank you for putting that in a better term for me. <laughs> right? It doesn't translate well off our tongue. Right. Our heart knows what to say. We have good intentions. And then it comes out and ticks people off for some reason. I'm, I'm very abrasive, whereas he is just very just chill and relaxed. Sometimes I'm too abrasive. And that's something that I'm praying to God and asking him to help me with because it's been a struggle my entire life. So, mm. What does it cost you? What's the biggest thing it's cost you, that abrasiveness with others? Um, that's a great question. What does it cost me? It is cost me to even though i'm abrasive i'm bit like i said i'm very compassionate it, it has cost me a lot of heartache because i reflect on every conversation and every time which is a lot now as we continue to grow it's costing me a lot of time to a lot of time as far as thinking about like damn i could have done i could have done this better so it could be a good thing or it could be a bad thing and i'm looking at it as a good thing that at least I have the awareness to reflect on it, but it's costing me a lot of time because I sit there and I just constantly think about like, dang, I wish I could be better at that. I just I really, really want to get myself improved in that area. So. I hear you because if you show up harsh in business, you probably show up harsh at home, right? Yep. Yep. And that's something that's again, I'm, I'm a very vulnerable person. That's something else that I'm working. That's something else that I'm working on. And to all the parents out there, I would definitely encourage you to make sure that, you know, you understand that what your kids see at home is who they more than likely are going to become. To my mom's, to not to her, not to her fault, but to her fault, she was working so many jobs that anytime something happened, all she knew how to be was abrasive because that's what she saw as a kid. And through therapy, I've learned that these are things that have been passed down through generations within my family that I need to fix. And that's something that I've been going to therapy and meditating and praying about. And I, I'm not ashamed of that because I know we all struggle with something in our lives. And that's something that I truly struggle with. But I'm working yeah. on I get that, man. Thanks for being so vulnerable. And Startup Nation, you notice I start the show off a lot with the mental game of entrepreneurship. And we talk about mindset things and emotional things and faith things and real things in your life. A lot of at home things because how what's happening at home is carrying forward into your business, whether you see it or not. Yep. If, if you're being harsh with your kids at home and abrasive, 
Do you think that you honestly can shut that all off when you show up at work? People see it. You, you tick them off. It, it costs you business. You don't even know it costs you business. You're just like, oh, no, they were a bad lead. Really? Right. <laughs> or did you push them away subconsciously and you don't even know it, right? So these are some of the things we're talking about. But let's get into the money game, okay, here. Um, now, Jeremy, how'd you make your first $100,000 in this brand new venture? You sell a business, you get acquired. Congratulations. I know what that's like to go through that. That's a whole process onto itself. And then you come out the other side uh, with a lot of doubt because you left that business uh, in a way where you're like, man, you know, we just suck at managing people. We're not good at it. Like now we're going to enter real estate. And in order to grow and scale, we're going to have to manage people. Like, right. how did you like move forward with that head trip going on and, so and still succeed? Yeah. For, for us, I believe the fastest way to get to any point is two ways, either through a straight line or by finding somebody who's already been there. So what we did was we hired two mentors to a total of $65,000 before we ever did a real estate deal. And you know, for us, thankfully, I always believed in myself and I always believed the best bet that I can make is the, the best thing in betting on myself. So we invested at $65,000. We had mentors that taught us the game. And from there, we just went off running. Our first year in business, we did $156,000, but it was just only my brother and I, because again, we didn't want to manage people. We thought that this is, this is a business where we only wanted to just be us and let's just make the money and not deal with any employees. But a few years into the, in, into this business, our current real estate company, we realized, you know what, this is not the way to go. We need to grow and scale it. But that's how we made our first hundred thousand dollars. Hired a mentor. They taught us the game and we just went sprinting head first and made a lot of mistakes to get there to make $156,000, which in the grand scheme of things is not a lot of money, but first year in business, we did okay. You know, it's uh, when you cross the six figure mark, this is why I do the show. When you cross the six figure mark, it's a validation. It's a pat on the back that you have a business, that you can do this, that you're the right person to do this, right? So it's like, it's kind of like smacking all those lies in the face. And right. saying, look what I did. This is legit. I'm the guy or gal. I could do this. And then you go forward. But by no means is six figures the end goal. It's just literally just the beginning. But right. so many people, before they hit the six figures, you and I have done this. We right. see the six figures. Oh, 100,000. If I could only make 100,000, all my problems would go away. And that is not the case at all. You get bigger problems. Mm -hmm. And bigger problems are what you want in Startup right. Nation. Right? bigger the problem you solve, the more money you can make. And, that's and the bigger the impact you're going to have in the world, yeah? You're absolutely right. And that's one thing that my brother and I are learning. We want to only focus on big problems because when we solve big problems, you make more impact, more money. I like it. I like it a lot. All right. So this is a powerful lesson for Startup Nation. You and your brother, you come from one semi-successful business, right? You exit. Yes, but right. yeah, but you feel like half and half, like, yeah, it was a success because we got acquired. Someone paid money for it. But we also know where we failed in that with the people side of things. And, and then you move into going out into a brand new industry that you know nothing about, but you're wise enough to say, you know what, let's invest into us. Right. Let's hire mentors. You, you invested $65,000. That's not a small piece of change. That's a risk. 
right? And you did that. And from that, you were able to bring in your first year, $156,000. That's a good return on investment. Yeah, pretty yep. good. Pretty good. And then from there, you've just been scaling ever since. Now you guys are in the seven figures doing over a million a year, uh, which is outstanding. What would you say um, is the biggest or best thing that that mentor taught you uh, that really helped you cross that 100K mark? The biggest or best thing that that mentor taught me, I would say to, to know that if you can do it one time, you can do it multiple times. Because when we when we got that first deal, it was just like, damn, can we really do this again? Gosh, you already did it one time. And just let me put this out there. It took us three months working full time, my brother and I, to find our very first deal. So if it's one single person, you can equate that to really six months. You really think about it. So going through that hurdle of just trying to find the first deal, that was a mental block that they helped us overcome. And then once we got that first deal, it's like, hey, man, is this, can we do this again? It was like, gosh, it's proof of concept. You did it. You've done it already. You can just go out and do the same thing. Now you, you just got to continue to do it more. You become smarter. You become more efficient. So that's the biggest thing that that mentor taught us was like, gosh, if you do it once, you can do it again. Awesome. What was the biggest mistake or poor decision you guys made that first year? Not listening to our mentor on a few deals. We lost out. We, we could have made way more money than we did, but you know, after doing a few deals with them, oh, we can figure this out by ourselves. And that's why I said the, the fastest way to get to a point is either through a straight line through somebody else. We believe in that concept up until we got, I won't even say arrogant, but I come from a, a world where you, you can figure everything out yourself. So after the first three or four deals, we started to try to figure everything out ourselves. And we, we actually lost, I would say, probably around 75 to 100K in revenue just from tiny mistakes doing the contract wrong or not checking, not, not checking off something in, 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 a, in an addendum, just little things like that, that we lost money. So. Yeah, that's powerful. Like jumping out on your own prematurely thinking, yep. oh, we got enough. We got it figured out rather than just saying, Hey, we pay for this coaching. Let's really use it until we're, we could do this with our eyes closed. Right. But I believe yes, you're absolutely right. However, the Bible tells us all things work together for the good, right? So I, that that because of that, now we still lean on those same mentors five years into the business have made multiple, multiple millions of dollars. And we're still leaning on those same coaches because we understand. Don't try to figure everything out yourself. God will put you in alignment with the right people or have you listen to the right thing in the podcast that'll help you get to where you want to go. You just need to be open to what he's trying to pour into you. Mm. So if you were to speak to my listener right now, what's one thing that we haven't spoken about yet that you think is essential for them to really understand, really get, and really take action on? I think the biggest thing that everybody that one listener needs to understand is everything's all mindset. That's where life ends and that's where life begins. If you don't work on your mindset, you're really negatively affecting yourself. You need to make sure that you're spending time daily, not weekly, but daily focusing on your mindset. And what I do personally, first thing I do when I wake up, I write down four things that I'm grateful for. I believe gratitude is something that we all need to focus on. The next thing I do is I meditate for at least 12 minutes every single day. And what I'm meditating on is what I want to get accomplished and telling myself who I am. Little things like 
you're a great, you're, you're a great entrepreneur. You can do whatever you, you can do whatever you think you can do. And then my next thing is, is focusing on reading my affirmations. I set my intentions and I, and I could get into that if you want me to, but those three things I'm focusing on my mindset. I'm telling myself who I am because we live in a, we live in a really bad society where whether we believe it or not, subconsciously, when we're scrolling on social media, dang, man, I wish I could do that. That should be me. But the way, the way, the way you combat that is by telling yourself, this is what I, this is who, this is who I am. And this is what I will do. And I do that every morning when I wake up before, uh, before I do anything else. I don't check my phone. I don't check my email. I don't check social media. I'm focused on making me a better person because the only way I can make those better around me and impact those around me is if, if I'm working on myself. Very powerful startup nation. Are you investing that time into you every single morning? The world's going to lie to you. It's it's going to tell you lies over and over and over and over again that, that poison your identity, who you are, who you were created to be, what you were created for. So when you hear those lies enough times, it becomes your truth. Right. And it's all happening subconsciously. So Jeremy is saying you got to actively and intentionally counter those lies with God's truth for you and start your day out that way. So you, that you're, you're standing on a solid foundation for the day when the, the lies come at you. And yeah, I, Jeremy. I think another thing, just to your point, you need to define what success is to you. Don't let the world tell you success is a Lamborghini flying on private jets stuff. More than likely is probably fake anyways. You need to say, what is success to me? And for me, success is inspiring my kids and making sure that my kids believe that I am the world's greatest dad and I am the world's greatest businessman. If, if that happens in my life, I'm set. So that's awesome. All right, Jeremy, let's get into your top three tips or strategies that Startup Nation can use, implement in their business to get them over the six figure mark. What do you got for them? The number one thing is, Hire a, hire a mentor and find and, and, and make sure you are educating yourself in your industry. Do not try to figure things out on your own because my philosophy is you can always make more money, but you can't always, you can't make more time. So make sure you hire a mentor that can help you get to the, from where you are to where you want to be. And if you don't have the money to hire a mentor, figure out how to go and get it because we all we all have that ability. That's point number one. Point number two is invest in yourself. Spend time on yourself. Define what, get clear on what are your goals? What do you want your life to look like a month from now, a year from now, three years from now? Read books, listen to podcasts. Instead of driving in your car and listen to music, put on different podcasts obviously your first 100k and listen to different entrepreneurs so guys make sure you're spending time investing in yourself because that's the only way you can impact others and my third tip is have fun because it's so often one of my biggest mistakes in life was i wasn't having fun an entrepreneur i thought that oh i needed to be so serious i needed to be a certain type of way because that's what i thought a business person was or entrepreneur was so have fun and realize that that this that life is about the journey and not the destination. But in your journey, you need to have checkpoints. So those are my three tips. Again, hire a mentor and educate yourself, invest in yourself, making sure that you're mentally where you need to be and have fun and understand that 
Life is about the journey and not the destination. Awesome. What is the number one thing that you did or action you guys took to grow your profits? To grow our profits. We started to invest more into ourselves and under and meaning going joining masterminds, high level masterminds, paid masterminds, and getting around high level people. Because when you join a mastermind, you pay you pay for who's not in that room. Meaning most people will not invest a certain type of money to be in a, in a mastermind. So once we got into those masterminds, you start to get around people that are very experienced and they start to teach you. Why are you still spending money on that? Because one of the things that we used to do was we wanted everybody in the office. But why? We live in the 21st century. I met you online. Why can't you meet people online and have conversation like this online? So instead of instead of hiring people in the office, we started to hire virtual assistants. So that cost went from now $15 an hour, $20 an hour to five, $7 an hour. And that's more than what a lot of people make in some of these countries. So that's a, that's one way right there where we were able to grow our profits. Another way was the use of technology. It's very frustrating at first to implement technology. But once you do, you realize, oh, my God, life is so much easier. I can get so much done and spend way less money doing it manually. So that's what we that's some those are two things that we've done in order to increase our profits. I like to say it this way. I'm a naturally lazy person. <laughs> that's why I automate everything so that I could go back to being lazy. Right, right. Yeah, for sure. Okay. So Jeremy, uh, awesome, awesome wisdom here. Great tactical tips. Thank you for that. And I think the main lesson we want to come out of today's episode with is Startup Nation, go find your perfect mentor. That's not someone who's perfect, but that's someone who's perfect for you. That's, Who is that person? You touched on it the right way. Who's perfect for you? Because there are a lot of mentors out there, a lot of people on social media that may not align with you and your core values. So when you're trying to go find a mentor, definitely want to, you definitely want them to show you proof of what they say that they've done. And you also want to make sure that they align with your core values and they align with who you are as a person. That's, that's just my two biggest, biggest tips on finding a mentor. I agree. I just recorded another show today and my guest, she shared a story of how she hired a celebrity. Um, she was able to partner with them. She was so excited. Like I get to work with this person. They're going to blow up my business. It's going to be epic. So she decided uh, subconsciously to skip all the normal uh, hiring process that she did, had everyone go through, uh, agreeing to her vision statements, her core values, et cetera. And she bypassed it because of the status of this person. And it ended up biting her in the rear end because quickly she learned that this person was not aligned with her vision at all. So she immediately addressed it, said, listen, here's the vision. Here's what we're going for. Here's what I need from you. Are you on board? And they said, absolutely not. I, that's not something you can expect from me. She's like, we need to part ways right now. And that saved her a major, major cost and investment. But man, like find the person who's right for you. Don't and, skip that. And if I could just touch on one quick thing. So that $65,000 investment, when I say we had two mentors, the first mentor had a big name. They were everywhere marketing. We paid them 50, 53 K if I, if I remember, but let's say 50,000 mm -hmm. did nothing at all for us. It was a horrible experience. 
because we were going with the person that was popular, the person that was everywhere. And then we went and found another mentor who, who was local, who was a great person, who really showed us what he had accomplished and the success of his students. We paid him $15,000 and that he's been the best mentor that we, one of the best that we've ever hired. Mm. Way less, but he was that person that was for us. So guys, make sure that you're finding people that align with who you are and not the people that, that, that are not in alignment with you and what you want. That's well said. Uh, you know, I had an other client. She uh, told me after working with me for just a little while and she got all these amazing results for her business and her home life. And she's like, Joseph, I got to be honest. Like the last coach I hired, I spent $100,000 for this business coach and I got nothing, nothing. And the results I got from you are outstanding. And I was like, all I hear you saying is I need to raise my price for you. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. So going back to your point though, Jeremy, um, you know, Startup Nation, don't be fooled just because people have a big name, a uh, great reputation. They may not be the best coach for you. Find the one that's best for you. They may show up with a lower price tag, which is a win either way. Jeremy, uh, great job here, man. Let's get into the hustle round. Uh, my favorite part of the show. I'm going to ask you 10 quick fire questions. You'll have about three seconds to answer each. Don't overthink it just for fun. Are you ready? I'm ready. All right. What's your favorite thing about being an entrepreneur? Freedom and time. I can do whatever I want, when I want, however I want. Just freedom. Which makes you an epic father, bro. That's yep. it. What's your least favorite thing? Uh, the stress that comes along with it. Yeah. Uh, what are you most afraid of? Letting my kids down. Yeah. I believe we're all struggling with something at any given moment of our life. It's just part of being human. What are you currently struggling with or challenged by right now, either professionally or personally? communicating better. Yeah. Yep. Uh, what did you spend way too much time doing this past year? I spent a lot of stuff. I'm sorry. I know you said three seconds. Uh, <laughs> overthinking things. Overthinking things. I, I had another guest first time ever on the show. She goes, well, I spent way too much time uh, doing a good thing. I know it has a negative connotation, but I spent way too much time this year investing in myself. And I'm very proud of that. And I was like, whoa, nice spin, right? Uh, what secret fear do you have about people? What secret fear do I have about people? Every, that, that they will let you down. Yeah, I get that. What do you wish you had learned sooner in business? Surround myself with the right people. Surround myself with A players, people that want to win every day. Yes, for sure. Uh, what's a new habit you want to create, Jeremy? Spending more time with my kids. Yeah, you got to do that to be the epic dad, bro. It's a requirement. What's a bad habit you want to break? Uh, talking about things that add no value to my life. <laughs> Politics. <coughs> Excuse me. <laughs> uh, <laughs> awesome. Pick three words to describe who you are now. Kind, loving, abrasive. <laughs> Pick three words to describe who you were your first year in this business. Well, I wasn't the first year in the business, you said? Mm -hmm. Fearful, motivated, and fearful, motivated, and 
I'm trying to say confident, but not really confident. Um, fearful, motivated, and maybe driven. Driven, yeah, you can say driven. Definitely driven to make this right. one. Got it. And last question: If you could come back to life after you died, look your family, your friends, your kids in the eye, and give them only one piece of advice about everything life. What would you say to them? Treat people the right way. Yeah, the golden rule. Any final wisdom? What's the one thing you want my listener to know about making their first 100K this year in the next 12 months? Guys, invest in yourself. Make sure that every day you're telling yourself who you are. You define who you are. Don't let no one else define who you are. So make sure every single day you're spending time with yourself and breaking all the mental curses that you've allowed into your life. Spend time on yourself. That's the theme of today's show here. All right, Jeremy, what's the best way for Startup Nation to get in touch with you and your brother? On, on Instagram, our Instagram handle is at Mathis Twins, which is M-A-T-H-I-S-T-W-I-N-S, Mathis Twins. Awesome. Shoot us a DM. We actually respond to all of our DMs. We want to help people as much as we can. We don't even have a coaching program. You know, we just try to help people as, as best as possible because our biggest, our biggest goal in life is to impact people. So reach out. It's awesome, brother. All right, Jeremy, thank you for being on your first 100K. I wish you God's love, peace, and joy in your life, sir. Thank you so much for having me. I really, really appreciate it. Thank you. Hey, Startup Nation, thank you so much for taking time out of your day to listen to my show. Whenever you're ready, there are three ways I can help you. Number one, grab your free 10-day training at first100k.com. That's first100k.com. Number two, get your hands on a copy of my new book, Your First 100K, How to Make Six Figures in Under 12 Months at josephwarren.net. That's josephwarren.net. And number three, connect with me to discuss how I can work with you on a more personal or one-on-one level at blowuprocks.com. That's blowuprocks.com. I'll see you next week on your first 100K. And remember that wherever you are in your entrepreneurial journey, you're just 100K away.